Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. I'm Mikey. Oops. We blew it. Out the gate. I'm Rin. That's a good thing. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. This is episode 35. Yes, it is. All the way live. I think I say that every time there's a five. There's a five. Yeah, ah, you do. Why not? Um, sorry about last week. We took a week off. Um, life is just busy. Yeah. I was... um busy. Okay, I'm going to put this computer down. Um, I uh, was helping to open a grocery store in Portland, Oregon um, that's featuring a lot of my food. What's that grocery store called? It's called Green Zebra. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's at 50th and Division. And there's a bunch of my sandwiches there and kombucha slushies and a salad bar that's super beautiful. Um, and it's a really fun company to work with. Yeah. Great people. Great founder. Um, yeah. Soon to be going nationwide. It's awesome. Super cool. And uh, But yeah, we just couldn't find time. And it was like kind of right in the midst of things. So Yeah, it was. And you were super busy. Yeah, work was busy. I mean, Mikey and I try and carve out this time. I I work on Saturdays, and he's been working on Saturdays yeah, too. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been a little crazy. I know. Um, so we hope that you were maybe able to catch up on some eps that you missed, yeah. or that maybe you listened to your favorite interview again. We had Jamie on two weeks ago, who was so fabulous. Yeah, she's and amazing. Fun. Yep. Um, Learned a lot. Very different than our other than from our other yeah, guests. Yeah, yeah, I loved that. Mm-hmm. Well, and I loved her the way she brought her fucking hair game and makeup game and jewelry <laughs> game. She was just like, yeah, what, what, what do I need? To oh do? yeah, where's, well, where's my where's my light? What was really awesome about it is that she was just like just prepped and ready. Like oh, you can God, just, it was she's such fantastic. A, she's such a pro, and um, I love that she also came double gunning with wine. Absolutely. Came with a glass of wine and a backup. (laughs) It was very, it was awesome. I love that. Yeah, Jamie. uh, Thank you, Jamie, for for agreeing to be on the show and for sharing your stories with us. Totally. All the stories. I know it was great. And just a little update. um, We have interviewed two pregnant women on this show. The amazing Crystal and the incredible Sasha. Yeah. Both of them have had babies. Yeah. Which is so exciting. Um, so, uh, you know, Crystal, I know, had her baby at home. Okay. And then I don't I don't quite know about Sasha. I don't what, remember what, what birth story was. I don't know that either. I just saw um, birth photos, or I don't know what you call those, first photos. Like the yes. first photo, Sasha was very so pretty. So cute. Yeah, totally. You guys can look her up. I think I think her name is, is Cooking Schnitzel. Dog. Oh, Cooking yeah. Dog on- Schnitzel the dog. Schnitzel's her dog. Maybe that's just her dog's page, yeah. but then she's cooking dog, I think is her Instagram handle. But her baby is so cute. Adorable. Yeah. And Adorable. Um, I know. So congrats, everybody. Yeah. So we've got two healthy babies. What? And, Mikey um, and Rin stay in making babies. <laughs> We're just making families happen. Not for ourselves necessarily, but for other yes, people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> exactly right. Um, yeah. How's it going in that department for I you? mean, <laughs> it's, well... I will say that this, I think the full disclosure, I think the pressure of making babies and all the things that we've been trying to do for a couple of years is just kind of 
settling in a little bit more for both of us. But yeah. especially for me, I'm just kind of like, I I don't know. I think I was kind of like able to, I think my defense mechanism about the whole thing was kind of like, you know, you're going to, you're going to have your feels about it and I'm mm-hmm. going to have my feels, but I kind of wanted to keep it like, um, well, from the beginning, even before we start, started trying to have a baby, I was like, if we have a baby, great. If we don't have a baby, great. Mm. Which I still believe on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like the core of us is the most important part. Mm. Um, but we've really dove in, dived, dove in um, yeah. to having a baby full bore, obviously. Mm. And, um, but but I've also kind of like kept it as like, yeah, we're just like having sex and like, sure. you know, it's fun and it's all the things. This last month was, I don't know what it was, but just kind of like, I kind of got a pressure wallop. Yeah. Um, and I felt like, I kind of felt the enormity of it or something. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, um, Rinny's doing all this stuff to make her body and temple and all the things like it's perfect, pristine thing for this baby. And I know I'm trying to do all the things that I can too. But like, it's all like, I just feel kind of like the emotional weight of it all kind of landed on me last month and and I was having a hard time wrapping my head around it you know and it's like and when it comes to ovulating it's like you have this like kind of day right a couple day window there's one day where it's really important um and I you know and I was just like I I felt really sad I felt really just like anxious and Mm -hmm. um yeah, and you know, for TMI or whatever, we just we weren't <laughs> able to have sex that day. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's just like I don't know, and it's something that is relatively new for me. I mean, it's kind mm-hmm. of like a personality thing that I am like, you know, I'm kind of always down, always ready. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I think that it's it's like we're talking about a lot of things on the show. Yeah, and it's like um, the struggle's real. Like, pressure is real. Um, You know, I think that there's, like, you can always find a way to express the way that you love to your partner, mm-hmm. you know? But but it's like, yeah, there, there's just, like, having a, trying to have a baby is, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's this existential thing that I've never really felt before. Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was, I don't know, for whatever reason, it just walloped me this last round. And we had... <laughs> We went to the beach. We went on this vacation. We had a bunch of fun times, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. We had a bunch of sex, and and then and that was great. But then we kind of like your ovulation kind of like it was flexes. Late. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I I think one of the things was I think we kind of like like we were kind of like yeah, here we go. We're gonna like vacation, <laughs> sex, it, and make a baby. And I think we kind of metaphorically and maybe literally blew our wool out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, but it's like I've talked to a bunch of a lot, like to a lot of friends mm-hmm. just through the years, and mm-hmm. um, um, you know, one of the things that they talk about was just that it's you know the the it becomes like a job and it becomes like a sure. thing, and and I just was always like that's fucking stupid. Like, right, right. You can just decide that it's not going to be that, mm. but there are. There are certain elements that just have to become that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And sometimes you have to like, you know, get your, you know, get yourself going in a headspace that's like, yeah, this is just gonna be fun and this is gonna be snappy and this is gonna be great. But at the end of the day, it's like, 
sometimes it's not just, hey, we're going to have sex a lot. Right. It's also like there's a lot weighing on it. Like the, right. if we don't have a baby, is it like going to break us a right. little bit? Is it going to like be really sad? Is mm-hmm. it going to... And I feel like we have kind of like the... I don't know. Like this this, this kind of like calendar that feels like it's like just ripping another month away. Right, right. Um, I hadn't really thought about that before. Mm. And I was like, oh, like... If I'm out of town or something like that and we can't have sex, it's like, oh, man, another month gone by or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, what happens if you're like, I don't know, super sick and like don't want to have sex? Or if you're feeling super anxious. Like I was just about to open the store and feeling all these things like life pressure, work pressure. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter on like a random night if you're just like having sex and you're like, ah, man, I don't know. Just like we'll work it out somehow, you know, some other way. Totally. But it does matter when it's like, oh, this is the one night that we have to hit the target. Mm. It's just interesting. Yeah. And it's something that a lot of my friends told me, but I hadn't really gone through. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing it, too, because I think it... um... We're talking about flaccid penises here, by the way. (laughs) 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 We don't want to dodge around the issue. Yeah, just in case the coded language is confusing. Yeah, we're talking about like, oh, nope, not able to make it happen. Well, it's interesting, too, because I think there's a parallel, right? Um, when you're in a opposite sex partnership mm-hmm. and you're 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 trying to conceive, there's, um, you know, we've learned that the infertility factor is on my end, mm. right? Um, and we're still sort of investigating all the layers of that, right? Yeah. Um, and so, so there's a, there's a big part of that, that over this, these couple of years, I felt, um, uh, you know, like called my womanhood into question or mm. something, right? It's like the most, uh, yin feminine, whatever thing that you can do right in my mind. And so, um, not being able to do that is, has been really difficult not just because, yes, I do want to have a baby, but also because um, I'm like, fuck, I can't do the one fucking thing that, like, all of womankind has always been able to do. What the fuck, you know? And then, you know, for the first time, I think that you felt a little bit like that too, totally. right? That it, it does, that it, it sort of calls into question your quote-unquote manhood. No, it's and, true. Totally. Um, and so, yeah, so it, 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 you know, I think it was really interesting to, to, to kind of share that almost. Totally. No, I know it's, well, it, I know. And it is, and it is something that you don't think about in that regard. And it's, mm-hmm. it's also just something that like, like I definitely had things like that happen when I was younger, like sure. drunk in college or like whatever. And, you know, and it's just, I don't know, it's just something, but, but it's like, one of the things that, if anybody really knows me, one of my brands, one of the, the key elements to the to the Mikey brand is I'm horny. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just a dude that's like, I like, you know, it's all the things. I love being with you. I love being sexy. I love all that stuff. And so to have a kind of like existential kind of punch to the gut where I was kind of like, okay, so where my head went was um, if... We can't have sex. Mm-hmm. 
like down to the core of it. Like if you can't if you can't get an erection, can't have sex, then you can't have a baby. Mm. So I could single handedly handedly <laughs> yeah. ruin yeah, all yeah, of the yeah. work that we've done. Yeah, yeah. By that, and I was just like, oh my gosh. And I, like, and also at that moment, I was also kind of thinking about from a work perspective. I was like. I, we were opening this store that had mm. like 30 recipes of mine. And mm. I was like, oh man, I could single-handedly like mm. make this company fail. Mm. And it was all happening within like three days. You know, this was all at the same time. Totally. And I was like, oh boy, I don't know. I just, I'm feeling like there's just a little bit too much resting on me right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. I hadn't felt that way before. So anyways. Yeah. Well, that, I think it's really cool, Mikey, that you that you've sort of opened up that conversation. Yes, yeah. yes, this is a podcast where we talk primarily about yeah women's reproductive health, but yeah. it's um I don't know that's just another I think sort of taboo topic. That, of course, um, I yeah I applaud you. Well, people, for- yeah, and it's like I mean, I please feel free to reach out to me on Facebook and write me messages or text me or whatever and say. How's it hanging? <laughs> oh hey. my god! And by the way, it's back up in rock hard. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but no, but I'm just saying that, like, there's of course, it's like you're not supposed to talk about that sort of stuff. Sure. Yeah, and it's like, and it does be like, and it is like, oh man, you know, the kind of one thing that you're supposed to bro it out, right? And but yeah, I mean, you have it's, one job, we have one job, and uh, <laughs> so. I don't know, but it's a real thing that a lot of, you know, that like, it just happens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially when you're an overthinker. Yeah. (laughs) Holy fuck, dude. Mm -hmm. I've just, you know, this is one thing about life that has not been easy for either of us is that we are just not people that can just do things. Right. Right. As evidenced by the fact that we have, we're 35 episodes deep into a podcast talking about making babies which some people are just like oh man i don't know we're watching the super bowl i had too many margaritas out of the margaritaville maker and i pumped six babies into my wife you know always has to be that accent um yeah but it's like of course we overthink everything and so it's like you know i just i think i just like went down a rabbit hole like i do about everything oh job stuff or like where we should live or you know any of this stuff so um Anyways, I just thought it was an interesting thing to talk about. And I'm yeah. also totally open. I mean, I'm a fucking open book about stuff. So, yeah. Um, Do you want to tell people what's squishing around in my mouth while I was... I was thinking that. Kind of nervous telling that story. Oh. I know, I was a little bit. You? Well, I was like, kind of like, do I want to tell the story? Is it like too revealing? Is it... You know, there's like kind of the, for you, the dude part of me that's like, you're not supposed to talk about that shit. Right. Yeah, no. Good for you. This just got a huge hug. That just most of the blood from my body has to go into it. So Moving I probably, on. I pass out most times when I have an erection because it's like, it's like filling up a bath, like a bathtub, a pool, like filling a hot tub. Yeah. I like what you did there. You ended on a joke and talking about how big your hog is. Yeah, but like, just so that that what I also did at the end was I, I compared my penis to a bathtub. Then I was like, no, a pool. And then I was like, no, a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be realistic. Let's land here. somewhere in the middle. Yeah. yeah. I don't need to be too hyperbolic. But also, the bathtub, <laughs> too tiny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what was. It was a water bill joke, basically. Sloshing around in Mikey's mouth is our eat your feeling snack this week. Mm. Um, this is something I whipped up, uh, just right out of the fridge with stuff we had lying around. Um, 
So these are, would you call it like a... I'd call um, it a blondie. Blondie-ish? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a grain-free blondie with really simple ingredients. So basically almond butter is the base. And then we use some uh, Lily's uh, Stevia sweetened um, chocolate chips. Chocolate chips, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's actually a vegan uh, blondie as well because we use chia, ground up chia and water as the binder. Mm. And, and I mean, they... They're great. They bound up real nice. I know. It's awesome. I'm interested to see what they do when they're fully cooled down. Yeah, me like, too. These are kind of like still a little warm. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, they're going to be like a really nice. I great know. texture. I know. I know. It's really nice. I know you have to. I want to see kind of what this looks like because it's it's just such a nice. Um, like it could pack really well, I feel like. Definitely. Fuck, watch out, Cliff Bar. We're coming for you. Mm-hmm. Mikey stay. It's Mikey and Rin go out bars. <laughs> Just wait. I'm gonna un- I'm gonna roll out so many different. You know what I was thinking about? Oh, maybe I won't say it on microphone. No, I'm not gonna say it on microphone. Wow, you're not getting okay. my ideas. <laughs> I'll have to have everybody sign in your if your ears sign, sign an NDA. NDA. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, these are really great. So vegan. I mean, basically whatever diet you're on, unless nuts are a thing, um, which for a lot of people they are. So you can actually though you could use sunflower seed butter. Totally substitute that in. Oh yeah. Um, but the I, almond sunflower seed butter. Do you like it? I like it. Okay. Yeah. I sometimes am a little weird up. I think it's the color that turns the me off. The color's weird. It's odd it's looking. gray. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like ground up old olives or something. Mm. I'm just like not mm. like yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe not olives. Like a tapenade or something. No, it looks like no, but like um, I think it looks like cat food. It does kind of look like cat food or like a like a weird pate or something. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah cat food sometimes mm-hmm. um yeah it's an odd color anyways yeah so you're it won't look like a brownie if you use sunflower seed butter and i honestly don't know how sunflower seed butter bakes but mm. hey it's no i think it's one to one i think so too yeah but like with peanut butter and stuff like that because we used to use it in the schools because you couldn't have peanut butter great yeah well here's what we're do we'll do we'll link a recipe yes and then we would love to hear from you if you modified it at all so yeah, that's cool. i don't know maybe you added some extra fat. Maybe you put some collagen powder in there. Maybe you use sunflower seed butter. We'd love to hear your little recipe. Maybe you put gin in it. I don't know. Hey, I'm not here to judge. Or weed. Neither am I. Sure. Life's hard. Do you. Do you. Um, so yeah, these are really, really tasty. Quick, easy little snacks. Super low sugar. Oh, I should tell you the recipe that I used. I have the... I actually used Lakanto sweetener, which I've talked about before. It's monk fruit. And... Um, I halved that. So I halved the recipe, yeah. the, the, the sugar addition. Okay. Yeah, I'll put that in the notes. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. I love it. It's super good. Super good. Yeah. Do what else want, is going on? What, do you, you, what are you bindling on this week, Sheep? So, okay. So um, back to our bindles. Mm-hmm. Which, so bindles, how we're saving money. Um, so you know what I decided to talk about this week? Tell me. Bill Clinton. Okay. So I've been getting free blowjobs from uh, an intern down the street. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, what I'm actually going to talk about is, and I don't know if this is a, a commonly known fact, but Bill Clinton, um, I heard a story about him where he eats his apples from the stem side, or no, excuse me, from the blossom side, uh-huh. um, and he eats the entire thing. Uh-huh. So core and all, seeds and all. Mm-hmm. So I started about six months ago eating all of my apples like that. So you start at the, you know, there's the stem on top, top. And then the other end is where the blossom comes out. Mm -hmm. And then the fruit grows in the middle. Um, And so if you start eating from that end and you just eat 
towards the stem, you're eating the core, but you're eating like a little, just a little bit at a time. And it's awesome. Also, the core is delicious. It's extra crunchy. Right, right. Um, but like whenever I see people eating an apple down, they're throwing away the whole core, usually with so a ton wasteful. of meat on it. It's super wasteful. Um, so my bindle is eat through that whole thing like Bill Clinton. That's really, it's, I, I had never seen it before. Yeah. And it's pretty amazing. When you do it, it's like, it's quite shocking to people. Yeah. To watch somebody eat, eat an stem. entire apple and not have a core. Yeah. Fabulous. I don't eat the stem. That's the one thing I won't eat. But like, but yeah, if I, when I end up at the end and I've just got a stem, people are like, it's like a magic trick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Impress your friends. So the way that I've been bindling is eating the whole apple and then charging people for the magic trick afterwards. <laughs> 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 I eat the whole thing. I'm standing there with the stem and I go, you like that? Two bucks. What would you, ch- oh, two bucks. I was going to say, bucks. what would you charge for that? I don't know. I think two, it's two bucks worth of amazement. Two dollars sounds reasonable to me. Because like, I think it's like a two dollar, like two bucks. What's two bucks? You sure. know, I don't yep. know. It's a candy bar-ish. Yeah. Um, but like, you're going to retell that story and perhaps like, like, God, this guy ate a whole apple. Like, or you're going to do it yourself and make back your two bucks. Yeah, sure. By right? The end to, the, of, yeah. to the next person on the street. No, I like that. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. at the end of a year, you've definitely made a lot more than two bucks if you eat a lot of apples. Oh, I was thinking that you were going to perform it for somebody and, and get $2 oh, from Oh, so them. it's like a, um, like a pyramid scheme kind of. <laughs> yes, it's a yeah, multi-level marketing I'm company. training people to then become their own apple magician. Correct. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I'm down for that. Hmm. Yeah, come to Hatch, come, hatching a business idea. Come to right Mikey's uh, Apple Magic School. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a place you're not going to leave. Oh God, unmolested. No, definitely <laughs> hey, not. Magic Apple School. <laughs> Sorry about that. Just watch the Beaker Yoga documentary. That's Ooh, creepy fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my. Is that my only? I, I had another bindle. What was it? I don't know. That's it. Save it. I'll save it. Um, I have a very exciting bindle from a really lovely listener um, whom I'm going to shout out. Oh. And yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. So that. Trisha, thank you for this bindle, um, which is something that I think can be really useful. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know if you guys are, but some of us are thinking about our teeth and how they're not as white as they perhaps could be. I've talked about what I'm doing on the show. Yes. That's why she wrote in. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you, you just calm yourself down? I'm um, excited. And so, yeah, so Mikey talked about it a few weeks ago and how he's using those really gross whitening strips, which Oof. makes me feel really weird. They are um, gross. Yeah, I don't understand what's I don't know in if them. I've re- I don't know if I've reported back to, about how gross they are. I'm still using them. I'm probably 16 deep or something like that. But what they do is they like foam up a ton in my mouth. And what is that foam? What's happening? Am I allowed to swallow it? Oh boy! I mean, if it's whitening my teeth, I, I don't. I haven't been. Yeah. I'm just like, it's a little bit like the like idea of them using pesticides on fruit, and then you're supposed to eat the fruit. I'm like, wait a second, how does that work? Right. You know? Right. So I'm like, it's whitening my teeth, but I'm also allowed to swallow it. Oh my god! I don't mm-mm, feel comfortable mm-mm. with that. Okay, so let's not be using all that mess, friends. Uh, our good friend Trisha wrote to us and said that she uses wild orange essential oil mm. and she just uses a drop or two on her toothpaste. She said, you know, once a week or so, you do want to be mindful of your enamel. And so okay, yeah, sure, this yeah. is something just like the whitening strips. You don't want to do it too often. Um, 
because your your teeth it does wear away at your enamel and then you're going to be all really sensitive. All yeah, exactly. <laughs> look at, you're getting really rooted toothy. <laughs> look at how white his roots are. Ooh. Well, I, and I do. I'll use them and then I'll take them off and then they're like I'll get these like shock waves of pain. Wow. Over the well, next twenty I think minutes. That should maybe be giving you some information. I'm not sen- my teeth aren't more sensitive. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you guys are watching on YouTube, I'm smiling, and you can barely <laughs> you can barely even see in the Put camera. Your sunglasses it's on. Like, oh boy! It's like there's a fluorescent light bulb just going bang <laughs> right in your face. You can probably hear it. Ready? <laughs> yep. That's the sound of me. Fluorescent light bulbing. All right, one to two drops, wild orange essential oil on top um, of your little like nugget of toothpaste. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. mm-hmm. It feels like it's gonna drip off. You can make a little like divot, like uh, mashed potatoes, and yeah. put the butter. I think, I think maybe don't overthink it. Just uh, a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be flaccid, <laughs> blushing, brushing your teeth. <laughs> don't overthink it. Um. So if you give it a try, let us know. Yeah. Because um, neither one of us have tried it yet. No, I'm but, still um, I'm still swallowing poison over here. <laughs> exactly. Woo! But I think it's a really good bindle too, because those strips, those whitening strips, are expensive. I mean, I toxic, toxic, here. disgusting aside, they're expensive. They are very and, expensive. And you know, a wild orange essential oil. If you're just using a drop, you can have that shit forever. That's true. So I like it. Thank you, Trisha. Yeah. We adore you. You're the best, fellow redhead. Okay. Um, oh, pro tip. Well, here's my, this is less of a pro tip, more of a, it's just thing that I'm really excited about lately. Okay. I've just been really into freeze dried foods lately. Okay. Tell us more. Well, I don't, I don't know the whole background of behind the nutritional elements to it, mm-hmm. but some, there's a bunch of companies doing freeze dried foods that claim that there's like very, very little nutritional loss sure. in the actual food itself, that. as opposed to um like anything that's super cooked or dried or mm-hmm. smoked or anything you know whatever but freeze dried stuff i just think is so delicious mm-hmm. so i've been eating these like handfuls of like freeze dried corn and like raspberries mm. freeze dried meat there's some mm. people making that like space ice cream i've been obsessed with forever sure i love it like not the not fucking dipping dots but like the camping ice cream like, I love that snappy, crunchy, whatever. And when they do it to vegetables and stuff, it's so good. And I'm like, fuck trail mix. Like, yeah. peanuts and weird old smelly M&Ms that taste like raisins and raisins that taste like M&Ms. Ew. <laughs> the freeze-dried shit is all, like, it's all compact and crunchy and, and yeah. great. So seals in the flavor. Right. So, anyways, I love freeze-dried elements. And to that, um, I love them on regular food Mm. so i love so one of the things i did at green zebra was we're selling a lot of like we have chicharrones we have dry ramen noodles that are actually really clean label and beautiful that you can put on your salad on your sandwich and different things like that so there's like i love the idea of some like freeze-dried raspberries freeze-dried corn things like that like over a salad or over you know um steak or whatever i just think it's it's something that people have kind of like thought like you know thumb their noses at because they think it's like i don't know a low bar or whatever Mm. but it's um I think they're delicious. So anyways, I've just been eating like handfuls and handfuls of them lately and they're super portable. Yeah, I like that. I like adding the, well, I just like the texture element to adding it into your, you know, whatever your meal is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's a way to get a lot of the, 
you know, phytonutrients and, the, mm-hmm. and different things that like, I, you know, I don't really want to sit down and eat like a handful of corn. Or a right, of right, like right, right. Strawberries or whatever sometimes. It's just like if you can eat them crunchy. Yeah. Yum. Yeah, I like that. Freeze dried. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I like you. I like you. You're great. <laughs> um, cool. My pro tip this week is know your numbers. Mm. Um, so I sort of had a little bit of a epiphany or a lesson this week. Um, I got some blood work back. I'm doing a bunch of testing right now, hormone testing, and then just my kind of general complete blood count, vitamin D, thyroid, that sort of thing. And, um, I looked into, or my, my, uh, my doc looked into my, um, insulin and then my fasting glucose. So this, all of the blood was drawn while I was fasting. And because there is a suspected like subclinical PCOS thing with me going on, um, I thought, okay, great. I need to really be mindful of, um, uh, you know, my insulin levels, thinking that like perhaps I am more insulin resistant and so I should, you know, just be really thinking along those lines. Mm. Um, But actually, my fasting glucose was phenomenal um, and then my insulin was just a tear low, not terribly low, but just a touch low. Yeah. Which, you know, that also could indicate that there's, um, you know, some like you know, like hypo sensitivity things oh, going that's on, interesting. right? Yeah. So like, uh, you know, low insulin isn't good either, mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but mine was not um, like in that sort of clinical range where it would be super concerning. Okay. Um, but, you know, I do sometimes get a little hangry. Yeah. Right? And so, um, so yeah, but just, just, Thinking about that big picture for me and then just for you guys, you know, I think we like look at symptoms and then we look to a supplement or we look to a diet Mm. and we think, okay, this is going to be the thing for me. Um, But actually, it's so much more helpful to have your, like vitamin D is a good example, Mm. right? Know that number so that you can know how much vitamin D to take. And then you can test it again to see if you're at the right level, right? Totally. Um, instead of just power. like, yeah, kind of willy-nilly mm. taking things and, yeah. um, and you know, hopping on the next fad diet or whatever. So well, there's so many things now where people are like, you know, and, you know, Dr. Weil I think is great, but he also like, there's just a lot of supplement kind of, and I think the idea that kind of like, oh, supplements can't hurt. Oh, God. Is, so not true. is a really dumb way of looking at things. Like, right. oh, just up your level of this or whatever without getting it tested. Right. You know, just like right. take more of this or that. Right. And sometimes it's like kind of crapshooting it works. But I don't know. I remember my grandmother making fun of me years ago because I was like taking all these, like I was in this kind of like super healthy period of my life and I was taking a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, And I think it was actually, actually after having read a Dr. Wild book. And she was like, why are you taking these things? And she went through each pill. And I didn't, I, I knew like, I was, I was taking beta carotene and, you know, selenium for these different reasons. But most of the things I didn't really know. Yeah. And she was like, dumbass. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, I think it's what a good thing to know your numbers. Yeah, it yeah. really is. <clears throat> and for the most part, you know, your insurance, if you are insured, they'll cover 
um, you know, at least your complete blood count, oftentimes thyroid, oftentimes yeah. vitamin D, these things that we can get tested yearly. Um, and it's just, it is important to know. Sure. Um, and so, you know, not that I've modified things a ton, but it's just given me some more information, right? Yeah. Um, There's been a little fire hydrant, a little sprinkler system in here. She's been spitting in vials. She's been oh peeing on pa- pieces of paper. Amazing. I've been walking in and there's like the, you know, the little like <laughs> subscription things from magazines that come in like Us Weekly that are like, you know, subscribe and they fall out all the time. There's like little things that look like that, like folded up in these little tents in just the bathroom. Just dried caked urine on them. Yeah, just dried piss on them and I'm like, mm. yum. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been eating these little brownies off of those little. I hope so. Things. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Yep. Um. What else <laughs> have you got, She? Well, I don't know. I was going to talk a little bit about, Um. so we, you know, it's been a couple weeks at least since we've talked about politics or kind of just the things that are happening. That's right. And so it's just, so we just, uh, New Hampshire just happened. Mm-hmm. Iowa happened a little while ago. Mm-hmm. And it's looking like Bernie is surging. Yeah. Um. No one's ever said that about Bernie before, I don't think. <laughs> well, actually, no, he is kind of a surger. Oh, I would say. Yeah, an over, been said many, over many surger, times. I think, yeah. probably. Um, but um, but yes, and, and I love Bernie. I think Bernie's great. You know, he's I'm totally down for Bernie. Um, but what I just need everybody to remember, mm-hmm. and I just need everybody to think about it, mm-hmm. is just vote and <laughs> shut the fuck up. Correct. Like, if your candidate doesn't, Get the nomination and whatever. I'm yep. a little. I must admit, I was. A li- I'm a little bit more nervous about the Bernie people not getting on board. If it's like, I don't. It's not going to be fucking Joe. Um, but if no, it's Amy but, Klobuchar, yeah, if it's exactly. Pete Buttigieg or something like that, and it's someone who's not as lefty as you mm-hmm. want it to be, or it's Elizabeth Show Warren, show up you- with as much vigor for Amy Klobs than you would for Bernie. Just yeah. dancing in the streets. Yeah. Thank goodness we live in a democracy where I can vote. Amen. And shout it from the rooftops. Tell all your friends. Totally. And when... Who's it going to be? Who's our third party candidate that's going to run? Some oh, no, billionaire no, 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 asshole no, no. or nope. something? Bloomberg? Nope. Don't do it. <laughs> no. But it's, you know, and I just... I'm, I don't want to hear about how Elizabeth Warren's voice is, is annoying or how she's too marmy, school marmy or no. whatever. Fuck off. Nope. I'm not going to call you a sexist, but... Don't want to hear about how Amy Klobuchar's too mean or moderate yep. or whatever you yep. think she is. It is kind of funny to make jokes about her throwing things at people. And stuff <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but anyways, my Maybe thing is... Maybe she'll throw something at Trump. Wouldn't oh, that be, be awesome? awesome. Like, yeah. Remember when the guy threw the shoe at, do- at W? Oh my God. Wow, what a good move. Through yeah. both of his shoes. That's right. That's right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but my main thing is just like, we got to get Trump out of there. And everybody's like, we need someone who can beat Trump. Well, you know who can beat Trump is is anyone. Yeah. Um, we have as the long numbers. as enough people fucking vote. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You know, we live in Oregon where it's motor voter. If you have like a, you know, if you register to be able to, you know, if your driver's license or anything like that, then you or automatically. Or ID. Yeah. 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 Then it's sent to your house automatically. Um, but you know, it's every Yay, state, Oregon. every state should have that shit. It's unbelievable that they don't. The idea of having to go wait in line to like, I wouldn't, I, I'm super politically active. I probably wouldn't wait four to six hours to vote. Oh my God, I know. I know. But especially if you live in swing states, especially if you live in places that really fucking matter, just, just do it. Yeah. You are not that fucking precious. Mm-hmm. We just need your vote. Yeah. And even before it's time to vote, 
get excited about the candidate and make some phone calls, sure. write some postcards. Yep. Go if you have the ability to travel to yeah. a state, go knock on some doors. Our neighbors and are if going Bernie to Wisconsin. Is the nominee and that's your guy awesome if amy klobuchar's the nominee and bernie was your guy awesome you're gonna get so behind amy yeah there's things you'll shit your pants oh yeah and there and for good or for bad we're basically in a bicameral system we have Mm -hmm. two parties so fucking sort it out and no matter how much you might dislike bernie or amy or elizabeth or whatever they've got something that's for you that's way better than trump's gonna give you and Definitely. I'm sorry, Trump, they they just, there's news that just came out that they're blowing up with fucking Ugh. dynamite, all these sacred sites on the border to build the wall. Um, nope. We're done. Fuck you. We're done. This We can't be this in the world. So um, do this or call me and tell me that you're not going to do this <laughs> and I'm going to come to your house and beat you to death and then we're going to move to Bali. To, us, to evade the law. We're going to go on the lamb and live on the beach. Sweet relief. Um, but anyways, but my, my big thing is just... Um, and, hey, and also, if you're not going to vote, don't fucking talk to me. Don't talk to me about... You can't talk about politics. You're not allowed to have a voice if you don't, if you don't, make, if you don't vote. Mm. So um, that's it. That's my rant. Yeah. Get that motherfucker out. Out. And then let's tar and feather that bitch in the streets. <laughs> I want to see Trump. God, did you see the picture of him where his hair blew back and you could see the like ring of his tan? Oh, awesome. Oh, you didn't see it? No. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. We should link to it. Yeah, we totally should. It looks like, remember in Looney Tunes when like uh, Daffy Ducks, yes. like, with the explosion yes. would go off on his face and his beak would fly around yes. or whatever and then he'd have like nothing left on his face? Yes. Yeah, it, it looks like like a, the brownie exploded in front of Trump's face and his hair got blown back and his face is like, well, that's not that it matters what he looked like. Doesn't matter, but it's just a proof that he's a dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, friends, we really love you and appreciate you. Um, If you have a second right now, which I'm assuming you do because you're listening to us. Yeah, you just wasted 40 minutes of your life listening to us, (laughs) farting your microphones, talk about dicks. Um, If you would, give us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps uh, what we're trying to do here. Or if you don't like the show, give us a 4.5 Star rating. Mm, don't bother. That's as low as you uh, can get. You go any lower? Again. Come into your house. Email me. Come into your house. <laughs> I'm going to eat your lunch. Um, and then also send us a message. Uh, let's eat at MikeyandRinStayIn.com. Yep. You can DM us on Instagram, Mikey and Rin Stay In. Sure. Um, we love hearing from you. Totally. So, uh, yeah, shout out. We're glad to be back, guys. Yeah, thanks for being patient with us for a week. Yeah. And uh, more to come. We're going to go see a movie. Let's do that. Let's do it. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. And tonight. Tonight. Oh, we're yeah. going to stay in. We're going to stay in. Oh, baby. Don't whisper on microphone. It's so gross. Cha, cha, cha. See? It's <laughs> contagious. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>